Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another day of our radio ministry and podcast known as New Horizons. As I tell you every single day that we gather together, it is my greatest joy to just be able to dive deep into God's Word with you. You just have no idea uh, just how much I, I enjoy this time that we get to share together and how much I enjoy uh, the response and the feedback that so many of you give to me through these podcasts and radio ministries. And so guys, I'm just going to encourage you, if you would like more information or if you would like to reach out to me at uh, Pastor Zach at Flat Creek Baptist, just go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and there you can find ways to contact me. I would love to come alongside of you in your walk with Christ. Today, I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of Romans, chapter number 13. The book of Romans, chapter number 13. Now, Romans 13 is known as the chapter where uh, we find so much information about how the Christian is to respond to government. And of course, with the election coming up and all those things, it's only natural that we would go to Romans 13 to see what is it uh, that we as believers in Christ are supposed to do? How are we supposed to live? And so I would encourage you to go read Romans 13. Now, oftentimes when we read Romans 13, we do get kind of caught up so much in the government aspect of things and what the Bible says pertaining to our relationship with the government. When we get to the end of that section on government, we often stop reading because the topic we went to research uh, is kind of, at that point, been read about. Uh, But guys, there is a very important lesson to be learned at the end of Romans 13, and it's Paul's writing to the church. Now consider the day in which he lived. He's living in the empire of Rome. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, at this point when he's writing, Rome is probably even imprisoned um, for his stance on the gospel. Uh, You would remember that Christianity at that time was illegal in not uh, not just Israel, but also in Rome. In Rome, they had what was called Caesar worship. And so any deity that was worshipped outside of Caesar, who was a man, uh, was considered blasphemy and punishable by death. And so the Christians worshipping Jesus, this is a, a, a capital offense, something that would have you killed. As a matter of fact, as you go later on, uh, around AD, in the AD 60s, towards 70, uh, Nero, who is the emperor, was so brutal toward Christians that he would run stakes up their back douse them in what was known as modern-day diesel fuel and light them on fire in order to light the streets of Rome. This is how brutal uh, they were toward Christians. And so this is the government that Paul lives under. And Paul, uh, you know, he states that the government is an agent for our good. And so it's kind of amazing to hear these things. But, But listen what Paul says at the end of 13 because he addresses the church. He says, besides this, knowing the time, It is already the hour for you to wake up from your sleep. From now on, from now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is nearly over and the daylight is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daylight, not in carousing 
and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no plans to satisfy the fleshly desires. The Apostle Paul in that one text gives us three, three admonitions for the church. Number one, he says it's time for the church to wake up. Knowing the time, he says, it is already the hour for you to wake up from your sleep for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Frank, can I tell you today, the church in America is silent. The church in America doesn't speak out on pivotal issues. The church in America just sits dormant and allows things to take place all around us. We never seem to engage in political uh, action or political commentary, and we just sit silent and let the, the, uh, the different things take place in our day while we don't let our voices be made heard. And what does Paul say? The time is near. It's time to wake up. The Lord Jesus Christ, his return is closer today than it has ever been. In church, we cannot sit idly by, silent, while the world goes to hell. We must, we must wake up and do the work of Christ. Paul says, secondly, the church, it's time to clean up. Not just time to wake up, but it's time to clean up. The night is nearly over. The daylight is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Get rid of all those things that cause you to look like the world. Gone are the days where the world would look at us and call us a bunch of hypocrites. Gone are the days, Paul says, when the world would look at us and say, they straddle the fence. You can't tell the difference between them and the world. That is such an indictment on the church. Paul says, in our day, let us not just wake up, but let us clean up. Get rid of all these things. Repent of your sins. Push them out of your church. Get rid of the malice, the anger, the bitterness, the envy, the, all, all of the, the deceit, the adultery, the idolatry. Get rid of it. Clean up. Get it out of your life, Paul says. It doesn't belong in the church. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to clean up. And number three, it's time for the church to grow up. Let us walk with decency, he says. And he goes on and speaks of the sins that we're to get out of our lives. But he says in verse 14, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no plans to satisfy the fleshly desires. Church, in our day, with all this going on, we don't need a lot of weak-backed Christians walking around. We don't need a lot of immature Christians walking around that are still sucking on the milk. You may tell you what we need. We need a lot of mature Christians going around, teaching people the truth of Jesus, living what they preach, and never backing down from the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We must be more fervent today, more zealous today than ever in our stance that this gospel that we preach is the message of Jesus, the message of God that we take to the world, that the world might hear, that the world might know that Jesus Christ is Lord. So I want you to grow in your faith. I want you to grow up in your faith. Be a mature man. Be a mature woman in Christ. And do what Christ has called us to do. Let's be the church at this dark and perilous hour in our time. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Have a good day, and I will see you tomorrow on New Horizons.